Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the audio quality, no matter what the recording situation may be on any given week, by God, the thing spotting will not be stopped. I gotta say, Molly, your new house sounds awesome. <laughs> it does. It does. You sound really? good. Really? I hope so. And I and you're in your new place, and I know that moving is stressful and horrible, and I never want to do it again, and I know I'll have to, but there's something nice about that fresh start, right? I mean, it is kind of nice. And all your, so you get to sort of like, well, A, realize how much dust was on your stuff, but then get <laughs> right. that, that dust off, which is a lovely feeling. And yeah. like, yeah, redesign and make everything, get new stuff, and it's very exciting. But yes, yeah, so to set, should you hear a bit of room sound... It's because at this moment, I'm basically perched on a window let and a little folding chair in front of a window ledge where I have a Mac and a mic stand set up because my desk is like in total disarray. It's all disarray. I moved on Friday and it's Sunday. And so it's a mess. But Listen, by God, uh, we're here. Yeah. Rich and I were, were willing to, to, to give, you, uh, give you the moving excuse and you didn't take it. You're like, no, I will be here for things. And we, we appreciate that. Excellent. I considered it. I'm not going to lie. This morning, yeah. I considered it. No, I get it. it. But it's so fun. It's so fun. And we have things to discuss. My things are food things. Really? Yeah. Ooh, both uh, of them. Mm, uh, the, exciting. They both, they both are. Uh, How the Thanksgiving first one is, week is, of you. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. This is stunt programming, not by intention. Uh, but yes, our Thanksgiving special, it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> actually, and the second one could be a Black Friday related one. But the first one is a food itself. And I think it's kind of a quiet thing, but pasta sales are through the roof. Everyone is buying pasta for hmm. home cooking uses. Yep. Because I will say, none of us really know what to do with other uh, non-perishable pantry staples. Like, I did buy a lot of beans and lentils. Sure. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. Uh, pasta? We, we all so know how easy. to boil water, I hope. mostly i you know i hadn't even thought of this but you're so right you're so right i this is a very specific like hone in on this one thing yeah i've found a few articles that uh the the pasta companies out there the the big ones are are booming like their 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 earnings reports are fat they they're like ramping up their factories to to extrude more noodles for you and the shelves are bare (laughs) extrude more noodles (laughs) i never would have thought i would say I like that you say their earnings are fat because also so are we from all these. Yeah, from eating all that pasta, right? Oh my God, uh, so Chicago-based much. market research firm uh, said the most recent data is the dry pasta category sales totaled 2.15 billion in the 52 weeks ending February 23rd, and they're already on pace to beat that. 
Wow. Billion dollar industry. You should have got Billion into pasta, people. Dollar pasta industry. Should have put some money into Bertoli or whatever the blue box is. You know, I should have gone and done a count, but I'm pretty sure we have about 24 boxes of pasta in our house oh right now. Oh my God, now. really? Well, it was one of those things where like back in April, I bought a 12 pack of Rotini. Yeah. But, you know, so that's half of it right there. It's very true. I bought a fair bit, but not quite as much. But I do have one entire shelf, which I know because I unpacked it yesterday. <laughs> it's fresh and not which dusty. Is more pasta than I usually have. <laughs> Clean yeah. pasta. Yeah, we usually <laughs> have like box of spaghetti and maybe something else, right? Uh, yeah. Let me say we, we have all that rotini. We've used a couple boxes of that. And then we have like four boxes of spaghetti, some, some penna, some lasagna noodles, you know. Yeah. Lots of pasta. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like maybe your pasta stocking up isn't that sincere. I feel like in some ways, Tom, it could be somewhat performative. No, no, I I was the first to stock up on pasta. I didn't <laughs> see other people stocking up on pasta and then post on Twitter like, "Look at all the pasta I'm also stocking up on." What are you talking about? Everyone else is performatively stocking up on pasta just to keep up with you, along with their performative outrage. <laughs> this is my thing, by the way. Performative, the uh, word. Oh, I am so into this one. This is a good one. Yeah. I don't know where this came from, but I do know that suddenly my child says it all the time and it's all over the Twitter and it just is sort of like it has emerged as the word to describe the thing that you think is annoying. Right. Performative virtue signaling, performative outrage, performative, performative like pandemic uh, precautions. Like it's just. I, I don't know where this word came from, but the first time my son said it to me, I was like, that is a fancy You're so word. Right. And whatever his usage was, I was like, and also, uh, that's accurate. That is like, <laughs> the thing well, that you were describing is indeed performative. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole family of uh, the humble brag and being thirsty and and like you said, virtue signaling that that all sort of feed in and are being being captured by the usage of performative because I hadn't even thought about it. But you're you're absolutely right. Like that is now being thrown around, not just as a description, but as an accusation. Right. Yes. And I think that's the evolution. That's the evolution of it from like interesting word. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I don't know, thing that occurs to thing where it's just like you're just being performative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's it's a tag. Not it's a, a tag. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And it encompasses all kinds of things. Like I wouldn't say I mean, it's very it's true that the discord is pointing out it's very blue check Twitter. Absolutely. I don't even know if it's. But yeah, exactly. Sure, right. Says in the in the Discord, being woke for the gram. There's performative <laughs> wokeness. <laughs> there's performative rage. Like there's all this stuff that's wrapped up into it. But I'm just all of a sudden hearing it constantly, and it does kind of like it flows quite naturally from the fact that you it, there are certain things that people feel they must be doing on social media, like changing their icon or you know whatever the thing. Yes, is yes. It, that it is captures all that stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Performative, if not active. Yeah, I'm, well, and it it it's a natural outgrowth of that culture, specifically of Instagram, Snapchat, where I'm showing you me, right? Mm -hmm. Look at me. And when you're saying look at me, it's natural to be like, look at me do this. And I know you're going to make an opinion about me. So I want to try to shape that opinion. So I'm going to show you, I'm going to perform the thing that I want you to think about me. Yep, exactly. And I'm going to make sure I ostentatiously post it. Yeah. Because 
it by its very nature, if something's going to be performative, it has to be shared and seen widely. And and the implication of calling it performative is not literally that you're just performing it. It's that you're disingenuous, that you're insincere. Yes. Yeah, that's yep. That's what you're like, tagging people. That with. you've taken no action on a thing. You just put you know BLM. Yeah, in yeah, your yeah. or even icon. if you took an action, you only took the action to get the accolade. Yes. Right. Like, look at me marching. And it's like, maybe you show up, take a picture and leave, right? Like you technically yep. did it, but you're, it the was influencer version version. Of right. It. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't participate sincerely. Right. And then, and it is, it is also, of course, morphing into, you know, misuse. Right. Where it's just like, look, it is not as in fact, Aussie Lee, you just pointed out in our discord, it's not necessarily performative to, to share your, I voted sticker because a, you voted, and B, right. that's a good thing. But it, and so it's it's just I don't know. It's I find it, it like it's a it's a very fast. It's probably like too deep for our Sunday morning show, but it's a very fascinating evolution of the way we're starting to look at social media. And frankly, like it might be kind of useful. It might be a useful conversation for us to start having. Like, what is actually real versus performative? And is performative helpful? Is it like the red ribbon awareness mm-hmm, raising, mm-hmm. or is it well, just a, an ongoing humble brag? The, the, uh, the, the usage of these kinds of words is, is pretty normal, which is they, they start as a, as a light bulb. Like, I think that's just performative. And then they become a label or a tag Mm -hmm. and then they get used, then they get used performatively, right? Right. Like, I don't like what you're doing. So I'm going to call it performative, even though it's not, I'm going to, I'm going to insult you by saying, oh, sure. How performative of you. Uh, Yes. You know, and I, I think that's where I think that's what what you've so totally identified is we're on that cusp now. Performative has gone from being like, hey, I think this is just performative, not real to, oh, I don't like you. So I'm going to accuse you of being performative. Right. Yes, totally. Thank you. That's exactly it. It is now being used to invalidate. Right. Yep. Oh, fascinating. And and there's so I'm trying to think of good examples. The one, only one that comes to mind is sellout. Uh, which I was never good at, at the beginning. It was always bad. But there's there's a long history of us like trying to be like, oh, you th- you think what you're doing is good, but it's not. Right. And that's performative. Is it a long tradition of that? It absolutely is. Yep. It just is a new. It's just a vocabulary twist. Well, speaking of selling out, I'm gonna mm. buy a thing. Actually, we already bought it. Uh, <laughs> Amazing, by the way. Amazing segue. This is eyes wide open, by the way. Eileen and I looked at this pan. We're like, it's probably not nearly as good as it looks. Uh, It's all over Instagram. So we're probably getting suckered in. But let's try it. You know, (laughs) we're we're middle aged people who can afford to buy this pan. So why not? Let's let's take the ride. Uh, It's the always pan from our place, Uh uh, which can replace your fry pan, saute pan, steamer, skillet, saucier, saucepan, nonstick pan, spatula, and spoon rest all in one. <laughs> and? Um, what do you mean, and? <laughs> do you have it yet? No, it doesn't ship till early December. So we, oh. we ordered it yesterday. But uh, but yeah, it's, it is, in, this is, actually, I hadn't it's even everywhere. thought about this till just this second. It's everywhere. And it's the Instagram version of 
only 19.99 order now right oh like God, it's the hipster version of it's the pan that does everything how much would you pay for this pan don't answer because you also get a spatula built right in Oh my god, it has a spatula built right in though? Yes, yes, it comes with its own spatula and spoon rest for the spatula. Mm, that's really cool. I will say, I do kind of need cool a and steamer. <laughs> and then you can get like a steamer add-on. Dude, it's on sale for $99, $95, normally $145. How much would you pay? <laughs> and here's the thing, I had, I had like... Uh, a quantum reaction to this, a, a superposition would be a better way of putting it. Yeah. A superposition reaction. I looked at this and I was like, this is more hype than reality. Like, I have a steamer. Uh, I have a spatula. I have a spoon rest. Uh, having them all built in one is, yeah, I'm not in a studio apartment. Uh, and then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but it looks kind of cool. And it's got a little spout on the side. So you can like easily pour out your water when, when you're done boiling. Like, I don't know. And it's ceramic nonstick. That's kind of cool. So I was while I was saying, I think this is a gimmick. I was also saying, but let's buy it. But I want it. <laughs> and you can get like, an, I mean, that is really pretty nice. Now I'm looking at the, but how, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to stop being sold on this thing by Uh you at this exact moment and validate that I have seen this thing everywhere. Like this is one of those moments where I'm just like, man, now I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't realize what a thing it is because sometimes you can't tell what's your filter bubble. Right. And what is really a thing. And, you know what I mean? Well, the, I mean, you you saw that happen to me in real time in the pre-show where we were talking about something else, and I suddenly realized, wait, that pan from yesterday is a thing. I should, I, yep. and I I ran to the door. I was like, "What's that thing called?" Uh, and swapped it out for something else right before the show. And and at least, I mean, if it is a filter bubble, we have the same one because yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is totally a thing." I see it everywhere. And that validates it, right? To me, is like, okay, we, we're triangulating now on this. It yep. was it was me, Eileen, and Molly. So we got three different views. Maybe all our views are inside the bubble. I don't know, but you maybe know, at least that's something. I'm looking to see. I'm looking to see if At Porter knows about it because if so, <laughs> then that is the jam. But you can also get like a steamer to go with it because it's got a. Okay, all right. I'm going to come back to this tab later. Uh huh. Um, and actually, it is very appropriate uh, to be shopping because apparently uh, the new thing is just to start Christmas now. Like, yeah, heck with Thanksgiving. And I'm not uh-huh. talking about the thing where um, the decorations show up in Costco in like August. Like, this isn't that. This no, is that's that's two years ago. Is it the thing? A segment. Right. This is this is brand new. Yeah, this is brand new. This is basically just like, you know what? We need some holiday cheer. Everyone. And so we're skipping past the whole like colonizer holiday. We're not even bothering with Thanksgiving. We are just going to try to make ourselves as happy as possible. And I cannot tell you how many photos I've seen on my Instagram of people I actually know putting up their Christmas trees now. Mm, Performative. Going straight for it. Yeah, exactly. Performative (laughs) Christmas declarations. They're a thing. Uh, and putting my always pan full of pasta underneath that Christmas tree. Um, And I assume it's, I mean, I assume it's also because like nobody can really have a big, you can't, you know, no one who is following the rules can have a big Thanksgiving gathering. So that's a holiday because it depends on getting together. 
on some level, it's kind of like, all right, fine, we're all just skipping that one. But Christmas, you can sort of make yourself feel happy. Like you yeah. can put up lights, you can put things in your house. I don't know if people well, are starting Hanukkah early, but they're definitely like turning out Christmas decorations right now. Yeah, the uh, holiday ge- decorations in general, right? Uh, Christmas specific or generalized, like you say, I don't know about Hanukkah either, but but the, just that that sort of like Santa Claus snow and Christmas trees. Uh, I I think it goes back to remember people were putting up Christmas lights in April mm-hmm. during the like yep. extreme lockdown in the U.S. We're like, oh, we have to stay inside, but let's let's try to cheer each other up, put up Christmas lights. It's that it's that feeling of like Christmas makes me happy, so. I will, I will, I will use it throughout and so the year. Like November and, 1st is yeah. close enough. I don't even know. And where so I people mean, are they chopping at the bit. They're like, yeah. yeah. Actually, when I, when I've traveled in Europe in November, I've noticed that because they don't have the Thanksgiving holiday, they go right into Christmas after Halloween. So we're just kind of picking up that vibe a little bit, yeah, like you say, because so. maybe there's some de-emphasis on Thanksgiving or maybe we just don't, or like, yeah, no, I'm just ready for the for the mythical joyousness <laughs> the cheer i think yeah. that's i mean i this year i think more than anything it's like i am ready for the cheer uh-huh. and so i'm getting that tree up now because it'd be one thing it's like sure everybody starts shopping or thinking about it or maybe putting some lights up but just going for the full-on experience <gasps> like not even waiting until sort of december 1st or december 10th for the tree right when the, the fact that the trees are going up already is what really sent it to into a new stratosphere for me well, the usual complaint is, I'm so busy. I'm running behind on getting a tree. Oh, Nobody's yeah. going anywhere. Good <laughs> right? point. You got time. <laughs> you might as well I, use it getting a tree and putting up your lights. I wonder, and I say this because my little itchy trigger fingers, fingers are already considering going to look at the prices of artificial trees. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to be a really big year for artificial tree sales. Yeah. Because if you want you get to, delivered. if more and more people are wanting to put them up now, mm-hmm. there's that. But then there's also like, I mean, I'm assuming that the, you know, tree farms are not going to be, I mean, you go outside to pick out your tree, but I just, I wonder like. Oh, you can I get can your, imagine, uh, you can get live trees delivered. What? And I know this because yesterday after we bought the always on pan <laughs> or the always on pan, <laughs> that's a show produced <laughs> a by show. my wife starring Molly Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pan. You uh, should have made a pan. Uh, you should have. The always odd pan. Uh, it's after we bought the pan. Uh, we said, "What are you going to do about a tree?" And Eileen was like, "Well, I don't want to go to a lot. Uh, not that it's not safe. I just don't feel like doing it." Uh, yeah. She's like, "I wonder if we can get them delivered." And so I looked, and yes, you can. Lowe's delivers trees. Home Depot delivers trees. There's several specialty uh shops usually in michigan and the northeast that will ship a tree nationwide in the oh u.s my God. uh in fact i think it was the spruce had a great write-up of like five different ways to get your christmas tree delivered by the way of course it was the spruce of course it was right <laughs> <laughs> now i want to get a christmas tree delivered all right just slow so, your roll wood yeah slow your so roll. there's Data point one is that yesterday we ordered a live tree delivered from Lowe's. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, th- yes, thanks for the uh huh yeah. validation. We uh, yeah. we're getting we're getting one. It's in a pot so that we can plant it outside when we're done. We did that last year oh. and it worked great. 
We have a that's Christ- awesome. Yeah, we have a Christmas tree right out in front yard. I thought about digging it back up. I was like, that's probably not good for the tree. To yeah, <laughs> reuse it, and bring it back in. But that's but pretty yeah. cool, though. Yeah, seems like it could get out of hand in a hurry. But it's a good. It's a good. <laughs> like for a couple years. <laughs> well, and the, <laughs> that's the like, other thing. I, going back to your point about the the um, fake fake trees, the artificial trees. I think you're right because a lot of people will, even if they know they could get one delivered will not want to try to keep it alive, right? They may, yeah, Not exactly. everybody's going to want to get alive like a tree that's in a pot. And mm-hmm. then they're like, well, it'll dry out by Christmas if we get it this early. So let's get an artificial one because it'll last longer. Right. That's why. That's exactly why I wonder is because people have been starting. I mean, I really, truly saw some of the... The reason that I have this on the list is because I saw some of these posts like November 1st, like really mm-hmm. early or right after election day. People were just like, fine. It's Christmas. Don't care. There's a house on our dog walk uh, that uh, pretty early before Halloween puts up like giant ghosts, those inflatable ones and pumpkins and all this stuff. And then they leave them up after Halloween because they're obviously so into Halloween. Today, Mm -hmm. when I took the dogs for a walk, they had switched to their Christmas stuff. Yep. Totally. Yep. It's on. It is on. Well Coyote done. Brown points Good out spot. that Thanksgiving is also a less performative holiday. <laughs> well, if you don't have the crowd, right? Yeah, the performative is like, look at my loving family around me. Look how much I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boo. All right. Uh, Shelby wrote in with a food thing. Said hi, Molly and Tom. Birria tacos. B i r r i a are those amazing tacos that you dip, kind of like Mexican French dip, or French dip is like a birria taco, and they have been a thing in the Latin community for a while, of course, but they seem to be coming into the mainstream thingdom recently. I've been seeing several TikTok recipes and Reddit posts all about birria tacos. Let it be. I'll take it. Yes, Let it please. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a hunt for them today. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, I have not seen that, but I expect that I will now now start to see them. I will see it everywhere now that, yeah, now that it's been pointed yeah. out. Gary uh, needs a thing check. All right. Thing, thing check. check on aisle Gary. Tom, Molly, and Rich, I need a thing check on people saying stop as a reaction in conversation. Thing Almost. Check. There we go. Almost, <laughs> Almost in the way shut up is used in Mean Girls. Molly does this all the time. <laughs> I also noticed my wife saying it, but what prompted a request for a thing check, TM, was a new coworker saying it on a team call. What say the thing team? Stop, Gary. Of course it's a thing. Gary, stop. Seriously, <laughs> it's a huge thing. It's a super duper thing. <laughs> and uh, I do think of you, Molly, when I hear someone, anyone say stop. Like, you are my... I don't know. You're. I'm the. You're, what, what's the, the what's the, a, the canary in the coal mine? No, I don't yeah, know. I was trying to think the of Jungian archetype of of using stop in a sentence. Oh, man. I don't even think I realized how often I say it. Oh, but you know what? You it is it, a thing. I don't know. I don't think you say it so often. It's that you say it so well. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good save. Good save. <laughs> uh, Lisa with a new flavor thing says hi, Tom and Molly. Great show. It has been such a happy place during these times. Is turkey dinner flavor? A thing? As in, mm-hmm. is it the new pumpkin spice? Oh, yeah. Can I get a nailed it? Uh, yes, you you may get a I'll nailed wait. it. Nailed it. There we go. There we uh, go. 
was trying to trying to play that one. There. Sing check. All right, fine. Uh, I saw turkey dinner flavor potato chips at Aldi a few days ago. By the way, whenever I Ding. hear Aldi now, I think of our producer Rich. So nicely done, Lisa. Uh, and then a friend posted these turkey dinner flavored candy corn from Brock's. Maybe not oh. the seasonal flavor we need, but the one we deserve. Yeah, I'll say indeed. Um, that's I want to try those. Corn. But I have I, totally seen the turkey dinner flavored potato chips. Like Pringles might have done it first, I think. I feel yeah. like I saw them overseas, like in Japan or something. But I don't think I've ever seen them here. Oh, I've seen them here. My huh. child bought a whole bunch, like six to ten uh, different kinds of yeah. Pringles because we watched mm. a YouTube video where somebody tried all the Pringles flavors. And the turkey, I think I've seen turkey dinner, other like Lay's potato chips too. Oh yeah. Kids and their weird flavored snacks. Tell you, that's a thing too. <sighs> That's a total thing. Oh, that reminds me of a thing that I keep meaning to do. I'm going to put it in the bullpen later. Okay. We have a new verbiage submission from Neil who says, I humbly offer the term thingchronicity for the situation where online chess in a pandemic coincides with the release of the Queen's Gambit. Love it. Uh-huh. And then uh, on the same vein, Ben submits love the show and the newly minted Doctor of Things credential. However, in our society where everything needs a good abbreviation, may I submit the following? T-H- D, why use four syllables when you can use three? Standing THD. ovation for Ben. Like, THD. That is so good. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Molly Wood, THD. <laughs> I'm just thrilled right now. I'm just thrilled. Oh. I saw this email when it came in, Ben, and I like literally shouted out loud for joy. I'm like, yes, that's it. THD. Dude, we need Dr. Things. So good. That's unbelievable. So good. I'm so happy uh, right now. <laughs> we had some thoughts on gummies. Uh, Jonathan wrote in, said, hi to Molly. Molly, in episode 138, you said, and I quote, I think gummies writ large have become America's preferred distribution system for basically everything. Hmm. Let me think. What is it that we are soon, let's hope, going to need to distribute to hundreds of millions of Americans? What? Gummy COVID vaccines, you say? <laughs> What a great marketing advantage this could be for one of these companies. Get fruity with Pfizer. Skip the injection for your protection. Choose Moderna. Moderna. Oh, oh G-N-A-W. Moderna. I did not get that until you said it. That is amazing. That's and Carrie wrote in about another gummy distribution vector. Apparently, gummies really aren't just for weed or supplements. You can make wine gummies, too. Here is a video from three years ago by BuzzFeed's Tasty on how to make rosé gummies. What? <laughs> that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm doing it. That's incredible. I'm going oh, to sell I, socks I, I that say, if you can see these, have. I need more rosé gummies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mommy needs her candy. Unbelievable. That's That's Unbelievable. So That's so good. And then uh our global our global correspondent Allah wrote in on global hipsters and says mm. Beirut used to be the hipster capital of the Arab world, but now all the nomadic bearded hipsters have migrated to metropolitan Dubai. Ah. We even have hipster boomers. My friend's midlife crisis is a how-to guide <laughs> for hipsters. Allah, if you just want to sneak us some photos. Yeah. You know, we won't you know, share Blur them. out the face, maybe, you know. <laughs> I guess wanna... I'm not shocked that Dubai would, would become yeah. a hipster. Good to know. Good to know. 
Yeah. Uh, our shout outs this week are based on the ecology of monsters as found in the Dungeons and Dragons second edition monstrous manual. I'm, del- <laughs> I'm already thrilled. Here we go. Voraciously dissolving all types of carrion and trash, Lee Price is sometimes tolerated in inhabited subterranean areas for her janitorial services. But this activity is difficult to organize and is usually not appreciated by the inhabitants because of its danger. It is rumored that metal workers of extraordinary skill keep very small Kevin sills in stone jars <laughs> to etch and score their metalwork. But this is a delicate and dangerous practice. Mm. Eric Duncan is sometimes encouraged to stay in a certain area for his scavenging abilities and is preferred over other patrons since his square shape does not allow him to slither <laughs> under doors and into areas in which he is not desired. But you're always desired here. Eric, I know. Sorry, buddy. Clear. But you're always desired here. Attempts to find Jake Wood's lair have inevitably led back to subterranean passages where the trail is eventually lost in the deepest rock floored recesses of the caverns. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Just, you know, he likes his cave. Yeah. Common Gabrielle Cohens are created by the emotions of large masses of people and great Gabrielle Cohens by compilations of lesser Gabrielle Cohens. The raw <laughs> materials for such creatures may be found in any urban settlement and when there is additional tension in the air. Cities under siege, towns divided by rivalries or civil wars, oppressed peoples, and settlements baking under a merciless summer heat are all possible breeding grounds of Gabrielle Cohen. Uh, this just in, uh, Lee Price is a him, not a her. Thank you, Aussie Lee, for wah, correcting wah. us. Sorry, Aussie Lee. Uh, Brad Sparks lives wherever there is a lot of heat. He prefers volcanic regions or areas with hot springs. Frequently, he shares his lair with other fire-dwelling patrons, <laughs> of which I suppose we have patrons several. Needs to be like a sub-discord. That just, yeah, needs to be a new level, right? Yeah. Like, you get the shout-out level or the fire-dwelling patron level. Fire-dwelling patrons. Although difficult to say with certainty, evidence indicates that the Louis Saint Amour feeds on the fury of electrical activity given off by the brains of panic-stricken individuals as they realize that death is inescapable. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that about Louis St. Amour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. hard to prove. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, it, you do what you need to do to survive. Seems likely. <laughs> On the prime material plane, Andrew Wyatt is a visitor that serves no ecological function. On his own plane, he is a gatherer, eating only stone and minerals. The empty pockets in the stone are quickly inhabited by various creatures of the plane. <laughs> Plane of existence, not an airplane, just to be case. It's not a right, big yeah. plane of existence, obviously. It's Dungeons and Dragons, so it's way too deep. Yeah. yeah. And finally, Mike Akins carries no treasure. When one Aww. dies, it automatically drops out of the ether and materializes on the prime material plane. Of course, he is usually dismissed as platypi that died from starvation. <laughs> Mike Aaron Akins shares his treasure with us, though, and we appreciate that. He does. We appreciate all of you, even though sometimes we wonder why you do it. Thank you for supporting yeah. us at patreon.com slash it's a thing at every level, including the shout out level, our favorite time of the week. Yeah, you you may not be immortalized as a monster, uh, but who knows how you will be immortalized next week. Tune in Could and find out. be anything. And of course, please, please keep the emails coming. So great. Yeah. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. And we will see you next time. We will. And maybe I'll even have some soundproofing by then. Through your window. Look for us. 
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.